Wow, wow, yeah. I really feel I'm born on the wrong planet sometimes. There's <laughs> like many times I, I wish I could change uh, my environment or something like this. And the closest way I found so far is maybe psychedelic drugs that somehow spinned me towards space. Not totally reaching my home planet, but crashing dramatically down on Earth once more. Uh, but what if I felt I was born in the wrong body? How would you feel, Leona? I think I would be very confused. Confused? You wouldn't feel okay with being a guy? or? I mean, yeah, if I was a guy, I would feel comfortable being a guy, I guess. I don't have so much choices, do I? Yeah, but if you now, suddenly, or tomorrow, wake, woke <laughs> up and you felt, I'm a guy, would it confuse you? Would it make you sad, confused, angry, happy? Or would you accept it? I mean, if I woke up, and uh, what is the question? Do what, do I wake up in my body, my current body, and I feel like I'm a man? Or yes, you wake up in your current body. I think I would be very confused. And what would you do? I don't know. I would make some research, I guess, on the internet. Yeah, well, uh, in Norway now, at least, it's got so far that uh, it's accepted to be a woman. If you say you're a woman, you don't need to go to any psychological treatment or do nothing. You just say, I'm a woman, and uh, the people just have to respect that. So in this show, I am a woman, but I'm still identifying as being a biological man. So our guest is actually uh, transsexual um, but uh, don't be uh, afraid because he's not a transsexual from outer space even if it sounds like that because we are online doing the interview on uh, on zoom so don't be alarmed he's a real beautiful human being mm. i'm not alarmed so we feel kind of proud now to have this beautiful person on coming on our show and uh, we are excited and a little bit nervous to interview this human being that actually is a real American. We try to speak our English and now we get a real American from the master race who dramatically changed our culture, also in Norway, to give us a new type of relationship to art and beautiful words as fuck and fag. Happy birthday! We are very proud to say happy birthday to our great friend Anne Trampa, Don. Buck Angel. Yeah, we are very proud to have you online. So uh, for all of you, um, have a great uh, sex change birthday. You are not really politically correctly allowed to say sex change anymore. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. It's your birthday. Happy birthday. It's your birthday. try my laptop now see if it's better yeah it, uh, we are in mexico so it's not like we're famous for having good connection here either so we just have to i know <laughs> <laughs> we just have I to know. do this in the way it's possible to do it because uh, yeah we don't have any other choice <laughs> well great thank okay. you thank you so much for we're coming in oaxaca we're in oaxaca in a small uh, in miahutlan it's like a small town just uh, in the bottom of the mountain where we make this project 
we make uh, ecological project here. Uh, where's my book? That's so great. Yeah, I lived there. I lived in, in, in the Yucatan. I lived in Merida, Yucatan for 10 years. Yeah, we saw that uh, yeah, you lived in Merida or? Yeah, Merida, yeah. Merida, exactly. Yeah. Our, our connection. Well, I know. I, I remember living in Mexico. It was horrible. <laughs> I mean, the connection. Mexico is beautiful and amazing, but the internet connection sucks. Thank you for um, want to come on our little uh, new started bipolar circle show where we are going to talk a little bit about how complicated life can be for different individuals. Now you are uh, staying in Los Angeles, no? Are you yes, yeah. I'm in Los Angeles, California right now. Okay, I'm stuck here because of COVID. I can't go anywhere. You can't go anywhere. So please, uh, okay, we have a very interesting uh, and sweet, beautiful, sexy person here on our show today. Can you please tell us a little bit? Who are you? Okay, great. So uh, thank you for that. Uh, my name is Buck Angel, and I, and I had a sex change to live my life as a man uh, 25 years ago. And today I'm a human rights activist. I created the genre of female to male pornography. I create sex toys for transgender men. I'm also in the cannabis business. And so I'm a, what I mean by human rights activist is I'm an activist for plant medicine, for creating space for everybody in the world, and just teaching people to live an awesome, beautiful life. Wow, that sounds amazing. Uh, it probably sounds more <laughs> amazing than it is easy. <laughs> it's not easy. <laughs> Believe me, it's not. Just go to my Twitter account and you'll see how not easy it is. <laughs> yeah, because something we have experienced with working with sexuality and trying to do education at the same time is that sex work and people working with sexuality many times get stigmatized. So they're suddenly not in the category uh, you can do education in a nice way. You have probably experienced some kind of stigmatization connected to your educational part of your work? or Oh, sure. Sure, yeah. What you just said. Sex work is very much stigmatized. It is very much shamed across the whole world. I would say in Europe, it's a little bit less, but in the United States, it is, we are totally shamed. So there's layers of that. You know, I used to be a woman and I became a man and then I became a sex worker as a man. That just is a lot of people did not like me. They say mean things to me that they, they don't like that. I'm a man who doesn't have a penis and oh now you're breaking you're breaking up oh, <clears throat> this is how it is to uh, live in mexico of course <laughs> yeah well we did do a try show <laughs> we did try a recording now last week with some friends of us from berlin and it kind of worked out uh, most of the time so let's hope uh, it will work out now. Uh, yeah, been we have been trying to do education also through sexuality and we found out that uh, working with especially what is categorized as pornography put you very fast in a stigmatized uh, uh, group of people mm -hmm. that suddenly is not taken that serious as doing education. So I guess like uh, if you were just purely transgender, that will suddenly that would be like very popular. You will be invited to many more places. As soon as you filmed yourself uh, having sex or doing something that uh, the modern society considered naughty uh, on tape, uh, you're suddenly like 
we moved from that uh, ethical possibility to to express other type of philosophy you have. So it's like somehow like if you are open with your sex life, uh, you're not like uh, able to be a philosophical and uh, interested in other subject where you can express that without uh, stigmatization. Interesting and annoying when you try to combine sexuality with education. So how do you educate people nowadays? So really, my activism is a lot on the internet because of COVID. And usually prior to COVID, I used to travel around the world and get invited to all kinds of corporate events to speak to people who like own corporations or who are like millionaires and billionaires because I got to teach them about becoming yourself no matter what that's really my message my message in my activism is not just about being a transgender person or even a sex worker my activism is about how i created myself in the form i wanted to be seen at and how i chose to live through the world as a happy person because i choose to live my life the way i see it fit so now that's what i do is i use the social media right now and as many platforms as I can just to pretty much show myself because my body on some level is my activism. Just my naked body is activism. I've experienced that one of the reasons we actually escaped from Berlin. Okay, we wanted to do this ecological project and see how we worked outside this kind of decadent uh, hedonistic lifestyle of Berlin. But what we saw many times mm -hmm. that the people are many times more interested in putting you in a box than actually listening to your message. How you uh, experience that with being uh, transgender? Because uh, many times uh, we are not like, uh, I'm not gay enough, for example, or uh, we are too heterosexual, something that is kind of, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's kind of like uh, a, a paradox because uh, Fuck for Forest was always open for everyone. So we will be like, yeah, but if it's not more gay people on the website, that means that gay people are narrow-minded. Right. So they don't want to do it. Or I said, our problem, I'm like, yeah, okay, so like, okay, Okay, suddenly I'm like uh, gay, to, uh, like uh, against gays or something. Because and I'm like, yeah, but I got my dick sucked by guys. Come, come on, and they're like, <laughs> yeah, that doesn't say anything. It's like I can't get to. It's like somehow you stigmatize them. But if you, if we if we show like a, a, a photo of uh, two people having sex and it's too stereotypical or something, it's somehow like attackable from a political <laughs> angle. Something that is extremely confusing trying to express your normal who you are if you are not fitting in the new political agenda <laughs> of sexuality right. of today you're somehow like not allowed to to come with your <laughs> feelings and opinions about it even if you don't suppress or, co or control or do anything violent to anyone you just express yourself and somehow like that's right. uh, expressing yourself becomes <laughs> like a aggression against transgenders or homosexuals or something because you don't represent exactly that and i feel like that's what gay and transsexual Ridiculous. and everyone with, they have been fighting or people that have been fighting against discrimination has been fighting against that so i thought like when i read up on you and seeing a little bit about you i feel you're a little bit more like old school maybe from the time i came where 
where That's you didn't right. need to be a rocket, kind of a rocket science of sexuality to right. understand all these different terms. Not so many That's different right. rules and terms. And if you say one wrong thing, you're stigmatized or put in a corner. Now I live in like uh, the countryside, <laughs> Mexico. So you can go there and talk to my neighbor that is like an old style uh, Mexican woman that has never seen internet in her life and try to explain right. her about this subject. And then, <laughs> and, then bully, and then bully her if she don't say the right word or something like this. <laughs> oh, my God. That was brilliant. That was actually brilliant what you just said because you said everything. And I am old school. I'm 58 years old and I transitioned 25 years ago. Prior to transitioning, I was in the queer scene and I fought for all my friends who died of AIDS. I was around during the AIDS uh, demolishing of the gay community. I can, I've done so much for this community, the LGBTQIAPITYZPP, whatever community we're in anymore. And they're all full of shit and they're all up each other's asses. And everyone is so about being so politically correct or academic academia is the problem a lot of times because now we've gotten to this space where if you don't speak like an academic or you don't have these things you're not part of this sort of new generation of ideas they're all hypocrites every single one of them yet they want to create freedom for trans people and freedom for gay people but they don't want to give the same rights back to the people who are also part of this planet. Straight people are part of this planet. Heterosexual, whatever you want to call them, are part of this planet. Cisgender people. I hate that term, by the way, cisgender. That's new, though. I feel like it's just another label. Yes, it's ridiculous. We are literally suppressing. So it's crabs in a bucket, right? It's like, I'm be I'm better than you. I'm better than you. I'm better than you. That's what everybody's doing. Dude. That's what I fight against. I fight against that. Do you think that there's people that infiltrated the community and are actually doing it to split up the community? It feels like that sometimes. A hundred percent. Because now, yeah. I, now I think it's maybe about time to start to like the LBG, like that kind of, that, why does lesbian become yeah. before bisexual? Uh, why, why can't we do BL? G, why, 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 why is it in that order? I find it very like suppressive to feel like it's not in the why is gay people less important than lesbians or what is this? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. It's the yeah. time to no, start. No, you got making... it, my friend. That's exactly right. We could fight. We could literally. You can literally take something and just make it the the agenda for the day, right? The victimization of today. Let me tell you something. I am not a victim. I was born in a place that I hated for a lot of my life. I hated my life. I tried to kill myself. I was on alcohol and drugs and cutting myself and suicide attempts and everything there. Do you see me today as a victim? No, you do not. I am not a victim. Yet we are teaching a younger generation of people to victimize themselves. Oh, poor me. I'm trans. Oh, poor me. I don't have this. Oh, poor me. Go fuck yourself. Pick yourself up start to move forward or you'll be nothing but i really think that we are creating this victimization in order to overpower and to actually create a system that is very cult-like because when you create that cult-like system what does that give you power so you have power over a whole group of people somehow this has happened by creating victimization you have created this 
this area where everybody feels victimized so they can attack people like me and you who don't feel victimized as if we're the bad people who are creating them to be victims. It's totally insane and it's wrong. Yes, exactly. I didn't have any problem before you made the problem out of it. It's like kind of, uh, uh, I'm wondering if we are kind of in the age of the ego where it's more important to somehow uh, scream loudest and express that you are more interesting than the other people yes. and actually finding a connection right. to each other. And then I'm wondering like, uh, because I'm, I'm thinking about Buddhism and about like being nothing, what about going back to that trying to be like less interested in your outer thing? You can identify as what you want, but don't That's go and right. bully other people that uh, maybe identify in a too normal or too less alternative way That's for right. you to fit into the new kind of sexual system. So I'm like, uh, this is a little bit of what happened with feminism also somehow. Yes. Yes, you're right. Feminism now is a whole other space. And that being said, there's a lot of anti-trans stuff in a very specific part of the of the of the feminist movement, which is actually kind of scary. Yeah. You know, there's people out there who don't like us and there's people out there who don't like transgender women at all. And for some reason, they think all transgender women are like rapist pedophile men, which is so ridiculous and wrong. But, you know, there there's a lot of. Um, a lot of hate uh, from the feminist community to the transgender woman community. There, there's something going on there that's very, very dangerous on both sides. It's not just one side. Feminism and trans women, there's something going on there that I'm not really sure what it is, but it's not good for the future of womanhood. Yeah, exactly, because it's all this... Uh... Uh, trying to 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 create this connection between each other instead of actually trying to find the the beautiful parts of being different. That's right. No, that would what all the fight was about in the beginning was That's being right. be respected for being different and being respected for who you are. But then it's suddenly about like uh, uh, how much more important uh, my things what I'm saying or how much more right I am than you, and then attacking the other people that don't understand things in the way you do. And that is exactly what the people that is doing those, those unions were fighting against before. Confusing for me that grew up in the 80s and stuff where feminism were very different and also the ideas about uh, transsexuality and now it's seen to become like a label where people try to be, I'm better than you, I'm more interesting, I'm more, more in the time. Maybe I work with my ego a little bit and just like we are all we are all in the same shit together. I think this has to be a natural uh, evolution because I've been thinking, for example, in uh, in the ideas of uh, of movies. Because I grew up in a, in a country where it was very much censorship in the eighties, both on sex, where we, we are not allowed to show penetration, and also on violence. Now, what's going on on, on for example, Netflix or other kind of uh, streaming services where they produce new TV series is that the type of violence that is allowed to see now don't affect the people in the way it did in the 80s where people will be like oh this is horrible for children if they see that they will go out and shoot someone and then they realize that like, okay that didn't happen and now it seems like the people who see that they are part of a generation where they are like oh yeah you older people you didn't understand it was a movie or what further and further people are pushing the borders on trying to uh, to, to to show that we have to actually think ourselves and then this new 
knew that kind of like a popular culture because it got more and more accepted to be gay or to be transsexual. So all those people that was fighting for this like liberation where you actually understood on your own. You know, I understand, okay, this is just actors. Nobody got hurt during this production. So I don't need to be angry at this product. So like that was a natural uh, development of consciousness. But then you have, if you have people that started all these like bullshit issues and go in and attack against things they actually don't understand themselves. That's the problem why someone will go and attack someone that is maybe not f saying the right word or doing some detail that makes them suddenly be transphobic or something like this. And if people attack you, you will never want to learn about the subject, I think. I think like a dialogue has to be somehow like uh, between both people. Oh, we have some questions for you. Just a, <laughs> just a question now. It's like we are so the we we are not uh, we are not Americans. Uh, we are not uh, g from that part of the world. Uh, Leona is Swedish and I'm Norwegian, so we our uh, language is not the perfect American. But how uh, still our culture, especially with pornography and and violent movies, what I talked about before, is influenced a lot from the American culture. It's uh, interesting to talk with a real American that has worked in the naughty, <laughs> naughty, naughty industry in the country that influenced us on good and bad. So uh, how, is it, uh, how is the corona situ situation actually now in Los Angeles? Oh, so corona is very bad in the United States. In California, it has gotten a little bit better. But I'll be honest with you, you know, people are just being stupid they're not wearing their masks they're not following the guidelines i am i don't want to get sick and die i literally very much very rarely leave my house i've been in my house for like nine months now wow <laughs> but but that said i don't think people are following the guidelines here in america yeah it's horrible yeah so and people are angry now now it's like a, yes. a, the election is coming up together with the corona total chaos total confusion chaos. I, I got to the conclusion that if i chaos. lived in this country uh, i don't know who i would vote on i would probably vote for the most funny one because it's all a joke so i would be like <laughs> okay who's most funny uh, i will joke, joke on that because the reality is like that it seems, <laughs> seems that people, trump <laughs> yeah he's more funny right <laughs> The other guy, the other guy, the, don't, the other guy don't make enough good uh, jokes, so he lose on that. I think. The other guy, the other guy is too old. Okay, well, first off, I'm not voting for Trump. Just so I want the whole world to know that I refuse to vote for him. But that being said, the other guy is just as much of a dummy. But I just feel embarrassed about our country. I, I feel embarrassed. I'm an American, and I'm I'm actually proud to be an American. I, I like my country, but I don't like the people who run my country. And so both of the people who are running for office are complete fucking buffoons. And this country is a shit show. So, you know, we don't have a lot of options, but we got to get Trump out of office. We, we actually have to because he, he is destroying a lot of things that are not good in this country. Yeah, exactly. And I know it probably will go because you experienced something. The reason why you moved to Mexico in the first place was complications uh, connected to Trump. Uh, no. no, to Bush. To Bush, I mean, uh, complication connected mm -hmm. to Bush and his uh, attack on the, on the porn industry yes. and uh, sexual workers. And we also experienced That's that right. too, as fuck for forest That's in right. uh, in uh, Germany. We were living in Germany at that time, and uh, the Bush administration managed to make uh, the I bill 
breakdown and a lot of pain assessment. We lost almost all our money in the first, uh, we collected money the first half a year. That was pretty a lot. Uh, suddenly, uh, iBill refused to pay out the money. And we, Why? and we, yeah, Why? because, and we found out it was all because of this bush uh, something. Oh, wow. I can't believe you got caught in that. It's horrible. A lot of people, a lot of small erotic websites and small erotic performers lost their livelihood totally on that. That's right. That's right. I, I left the country. That's why I moved to Mexico because of Bush and the administration. And I couldn't live in the I couldn't live in the United States anymore. And I left for 10 years. I moved out of the country to Mexico because it was becoming horrible for sex workers. We would be put in jail. It was becoming like a crime to do pornography, which is actual legal. It's actually legal in the United States to make pornography. Yet Bush came after us with the obscenity law. And so I left the country because it was a nightmare here. It was not good. What is the obscenity law? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good question. So the obscenity law states this. It's very vague. And anything that's vague is an actual problem. So the, the, the law goes, if anybody in your community deems what you are doing as obscene, you can go to jail. So I'm like, what? If anybody in my community, I am obscene. So that means anybody could say I'm obscene and make a report to the police and the police could decide whether or not what I'm doing is, is obscene and literally put me in jail. And I'm like, has anybody ever heard of Nazi Germany? Because that's very Nazi Germany. Turning in your neighbors, you know, ah, oh, they're a pornographer, go get them. Like, what the fuck? So that's what the obscenity law is. It doesn't make any sense. It's full of, sh it's full of shit. And it actually did arrest, they actually arrested the people on that? Or it was just like a, kind of like a scare tactic in the beginning? Yes! They arrested people. Oh no, yeah, pornographers went to jail for years and years. Two pornographers that I know that were big pornographers, they totally went to jail for five years. Seriously? Five years. Yep, seriously. One of them obscenity. were one of them were Max Hardcore or what? Max Hardcore. Five years. <laughs> five years. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. And I, I'll never forget, I rem he basically took it up the ass for the whole industry. He was one of the first ones. And people in my industry, sometimes I hate them because they're not very, um, they're just not community players. And I'm a community player. And so when he went to jail, he went to jail for all of us, for all of us. He took it. He got nailed. And I'll never forget when he got out of jail and then he came to the AVN Porn Awards. And I met and I saw him there and I gave him a big hug. And I said, thank you so much for, for taking the time in jail for all of us because you did it for all of us, my friend. And he was so sweet and so nice. And he said, thank you, my friend I, I didn't think anybody actually cared and i'm like we do there's many of us out here who see you so yeah it was pretty fucked up and it, this doesn't continue with the trump uh, administration things like in this uh, kind of alley like this loss that's right that's right. That's right. They're totally against sex work and about, you know, it's ridiculous. Sex work is between consenting adults. There is no children involved here. There is nothing. It's all consensual. The fact that, you know, sex work is illegal, it just doesn't make sense. It just makes no sense at all. 
No, no. Uh, it's uh, absolutely horrible, and it hurts yep. uh, people working with it more. If you actually right. society want to take care of people, to legalize sex work is one of the more important right. things to actually help sex workers. And every sex yeah. worker and every sex workers organizations will say the same. Something that is ridiculous that the society don't listen to the people involved in it. It's the same That's with right. it's the same with drugs right. and everything that people yeah. have a problem with yeah. is like oh yeah, yeah we know what's better for you and uh, many times it's not That's really right. that simple so so yeah I know that's true because you know I also work in cannabis so I'm I'm in the sex and drugs business I totally do two things sex <laughs> pornography and cannabis and many people think both of the jobs that I do are bad things are not you know are are things that I'm showing the world that aren't good but both of them are such important both things are so important for people in this world to be able to connect to their bodies pornography helps people see their bodies realize shit cannabis is a plant medicine it helps people deal with all kinds of great stuff and there's no bullshit pharmaceutical drugs in it pharmaceutical drugs are the problem not cannabis so yeah for sure i know that uh, if you listen to the last uh, the people who listen to the last show will hear of some of my experience with the medical industry's horrible uh, attempt to make drugs something that nature made uh, a lot better in the first place and uh <laughs> yes yeah, so it sounds like you actually are uh, you maybe chose the wrong uh, line of work it sounds like you actually are a fuck for forester and should have been part of our group uh, uh. <laughs> since the beginning and not worked in the mainstream porn even if that probably teached you a lot of interesting stuff yeah <laughs> so uh, you were pretty big in the porn industry in the states no yeah yeah i created i created my whole genre i created the genre it didn't exist before me so i created trans male pornography and then from there i just grew up grew and grew and you know i branded my name became a brand and then i just sort of just kept going so yeah i, I made it i'm pretty big in the adult industry in the united states i would say across the world I'm most definitely known as a big player in the porn world, which is cool. I love it. But you see yourself as a heterosexual man, or you are? Are you more into? Are you into guys, or are you into women, or are you bisexual? How do you? Oh no, I'm totally bisexual, 100%. Most of my pornography was uh, for gay men because those are the those were the people who came and bought my work were gay men. But um, I'm married to a woman and I like all people, you know, I bisexual is my is my identity. But I would say it's more about people for me. You know, I don't have any. It's just about who I'm attracted to, really. Yeah, because I saw I, we were watching some porn movies with you to get inspired right before we went on uh, <laughs> to, like, to see how it looked like. And you are pretty. You are sexy as a guy. And you, I saw pictures of you when you were a woman and you were extremely sexy. Then also you managed to be both sexy and attractive in both Thank these you. forms. Uh, but I see like uh, I, with my narrow-minded uh, attitude, I, I, I see that like uh, you still, yeah, because you still have a vagina, no? Yeah, yeah, that's really that's what I became known for. So I really when I started to do my pornography, that's where I came up with the moniker a man with a pussy because I created that in order to show the world that men don't need to have penises to be men and that I function I function fine in my life this way. So yeah, that's that's really a big part of my story is that I did not in my surgery 
chose to have a penis. So I walk the world this way. And it's, you know, people, some people say very mean things to me. Some people don't understand it. Some people want to attack me. But I would say the majority of the world is totally okay with me. You know, so I don't, I don't care if you like me or not. It doesn't mean anything to me. I'll move on to the next person. I'm not trying to get the whole world to like me. I'm trying to make the world see that there are different kinds of people who inhabit this planet. And we must all get along with each other if we want to survive as human beings. That's all my message is about. Yeah, well, uh, for me, I, I can't understand that no one wouldn't like a strong guy with a beard and a pussy. That's for me extremely fascinating. <laughs> I, 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 I would have fucked you for sure. It's like I, 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 I never met, I never had a, a transsexual uh, friend that went from woman to man. So I never tried that. I, I tried out with uh-huh. um, uh, with the women uh, that uh, did uh, did the change uh-huh. from uh, from guy to woman, and uh, I must uh, yeah. say that I would. I Actually, me personally will actually prefer that it was a penis and he, she called herself a woman still because I am a little bit getting unattracted yeah. to the operational part. It's like, uh, you can yeah. call me narrow-minded, you can judge me, whatever. I, I'm also having my, like, I, I tried, but I can see that it's not, uh, it's it's somehow right. like not uh, functioning in the, the way I'm used mm. to. So it, right. it kind of makes my mind go. Maybe if I trained a little bit, I wouldn't care so much, but I think yeah. like, uh, it's really hard to make a really, really uh, 100% uh, uh, correct vagina uh, from the medical industry yet, no? I think so. But I, I don't know. And also with the penis, they, they haven't even they haven't even gotten the penis done yet. So I think both of the genital surgeries are not easy. They're very difficult surgeries. No, because I'm a little bit afraid. I, like, I think everyone should do whatever they want. So, like, if you want to do the operation, have no problem with it. But, I also, right. but I also think right. that people many times right. should think more about uh, why can't I just be a woman in a male body or why can't I be a, a man in a woman body? Right. And uh, because some people I know friends of me, close to me, that changed their gender. I had a friend, for example, I didn't tell about it to anyone. One day he just started to act very feminine and everyone, are you frozen or? No, you're there. Okay, no, so, no, so, so one day he started to act very feminine from one day to another and uh, we were all like confused about it, and I asked uh-huh. him, uh, you found out you're gay or and he, no, I've, I'm a woman. And he didn't tell his brother or uh-huh. no one. He had gone on therapy and stuff for a really long time. When One day he just changed something that was very, very weird for me because he was a very close friend to me. And he did the operation. But then it kind of messed up his sexuality with like not getting uh-huh. orgasms and stuff like this, uh, not having the same relationship to the sexuality right. he was used to. So you had the identification that he That's felt like, right. okay, I feel more anatomically like a woman, but at the same time it fucked up his sexuality a little mm-hmm. bit. And I feel sometimes maybe the medical industry or doctors are are going that direction with people to, 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 to make people do the operation for making money on them or something like this. And it should be more talk about like, how should you feel comfortable mm-hmm. as the gender you want to be in the body you have? And then uh, maybe also be able to experience sexual pleasure. Right. Do, do you get orgasms? Yes, that, that's the reason why I didn't do the surgery because they told me that I could lose my orgasm. And that is 100% not going to happen for me because sex is very important to my life and to me as a person. So it was really the reason I opted out of the surgery was because I didn't, they couldn't guarantee that I would be able to have sex anymore. And I'm like, what? So yeah, it doesn't make sense to me to just get genitals 
but genitals that don't function properly. So that's why I opted out of having the surgery. And I think it's the reason why a lot of people, men, transgender men and transgender women opt out of the surgery as well, because, you know, we realize we're special people. We don't have to have everything that a biological person has. I don't need to have a a penis in order to walk the world as a man. Look at me. I walk the world as a man perfectly fine and no one says anything to me. And if they do say something to me, who cares? It's just we, we put too much weight on what other people think about our us. And who cares what people think about you? As long as you care and love yourself, that's really how you're going to walk the world, you know, positively and and, and a success. Yeah, so you, you you think like there are people that change their gender, especially because they feel uh, that they they wouldn't get uh, loved in the way like like a full woman by not uh, yeah. making a vagina that their partner will not, that the partners they want yes. will maybe not see them as that it's somehow psycholo- psychologically to how other people will feel about yes. you. Yeah, that's that's not. Yes, that's the reason why. Mo- That's exactly right. That's why people do it. That's why transgender people do it because they think in their mind they have to have this or nobody will like them or they won't be able to be part of the world. I mean, it's like you have to understand when we're born in the other body, we like when I was born, I see you. I see a man. I see a man who looks like you. I see a man who has a penis. I see a man who has a deep voice, who has facial hair. Those are all the things that I think makes a man. So you know we are totally seeing in what society puts out there and we have to mimic it in order for us to be able to be men and women but i proved that wrong with my work 20 years ago when i said no i do not need a penis and i can be functioning as a man like every other man and so i actually proved that i didn't need to have that and you know i think i made a i made i made a little dent in the world i made a little chicken you know chink in the armor that says well we should think about what makes you a man and what makes you a woman Yeah, because many times people even think that clothes make you that clothes have gender. If I wear a, a right. skirt, that especially here in That's Mexico, right. I have to explain people because I'm a crossdresser and I feel like I want to uh-huh. uh, put on women clothes. I put on women clothes and uh, it's here right. in Mexico. I see that it's much more that you put that. Uh, that's a statement. <laughs> that's a very that's stru- right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so then I have to explain the people that uh, clothes don't really have gender. Uh, they, that's right. So it's somehow all the uh, psychological <laughs> construction no so but how is you you have you ever cro- when you sh- now you're a guy so do you ever cross dress do you ever put on women oh. clothes never no no because you know it, yeah because no i just don't want to i don't feel like a woman it doesn't excite me it doesn't make me feel any way shape or form and you know i would do it as a joke yeah exactly but i would do it as something that i feel yeah i, I would do it as a joke totally yeah Yeah, because that's like uh, even more twisting, you know, like you change your gender and then you trans, <laughs> then it's cross-dressing after. <laughs> I like to feel like a woman. I think I... <laughs> <laughs> people would freak out. I think I might do it for Halloween. I think I might dress up like a woman for Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because I'm, then I'm, I'm doing some research on people that is like trying to uh, make uh, tra- uh, transgenders and, and, and gay people into some kind of scientific, uh, like, why is it happening? What I think is that it got more openness, openness in the society. So people yeah. are allowed to express themselves yeah. more open without getting stigmatization. But then I'm looking at uh, Alex Jones show, uh, for example, where they are kind of like uh, thinking that there are uh, hormones put in the water from the military to, to turn everyone gay <laughs> and, and weak. 
Like so, uh, and what do you think about that? You think so, you think that? You know, oh, so what I know, of course not. Well, what I think is funny is that transgender people have become this political weaponized word. Transgender is now is now politicized here in the United States and possibly around the world. But what I'm going to say to you is this. I don't care what you do with yourself. I don't care if you call yourself transgender, whatever, transsexual, non-binary, gender non-conforming. It doesn't matter to me. But what does matter to me is children. And children, I was a transgender child back in the 60s when I didn't get to have what a lot of the kids get to have today. But that being said, we in the United States, and I think it's starting to happen, well, it's happening a lot in the UK, we are starting to give children, and I mean children, when I say children, I mean eight years old, 10 years old, something called hormone blockers. And hormone blockers have no long-term research on them. So when you give a child of eight years old hormone blockers because they say, mommy, I feel like a boy or I feel like a girl, they're saying, mommy, I feel trans. How is an eight-year-old even understanding what trans is, number one? Number two, why are we giving children of eight years old medical medical hormones in order for them to be transgender? That's something that I do not agree with. I do not agree that an eight-year-old child should in any way, shape, or form be medicalized. That's ever. a bit scary. Yes, yes. I think so. And I do, I'm not saying they're not transgender. They probably are. But what if they change their mind when they're 14? Because kids change their mind all the time. Kids can say, I feel like an, a, an elephant today. And then tomorrow they can say, I feel like a giraffe. So why would you give a child hormone blockers at, you know, eight years old when there's no long-term like understanding of what, what's that going to do to this child? It's going to affect them somehow. It is. I guess because it became a like uh, accepted part of the industry, so a it's uh, med medicine maybe? and psychology treatments That's and right. all this is a lot of money That's in right. it. A little bit the same as Ritalin. Money. Ritalin gives speed money. to gives speed to hyperactive That's kids right. to make them turn off their brain. Is also That's like right. a little bit. Uh, what is hyperactivity right. really? It's some kids that don't follow the system, that don't want to fit into your boring structure. Oh, he don't pay That's attention right. at this boring shit. This School, that's right. something that must me. be wrong with him. And you think also a little that's right. <laughs> it's also a little bit trendy right now to be a little bit yeah. different, to belong to this community, yes. and it also yes. makes the parents a little bit like that's afraid right. to say no. You know what I think is weird? I think it's weird that there's parents going out in the world and celebrating their trans child. Their trans child of 10, they're like, wow, look at my trans child. Woohoo! That to me is weird. Why would you put your trans child out into the internet for the world to see? That just seems very weird and like you need some kind of attention as a parent. So I, I don't understand. I feel like children are being used as some political weapon or some something they're being used. And I'm going to tell you right now, mark my words, and you're going to go back to this interview in two and three years, and you're going to see what I'm about to tell you, which is really fucked up. But you watch and see, a lot of these kids are going to de-transition back to the 
to the gender they were born in and all hell is going to break loose. We're going to have kids who are mentally ill from this. We're going to have kids who are angry, who are suicidal, who are going to sue the medical associations. It's going to be a shit show beyond belief because there's no oversight. Do you know that? There's no oversight. So any child can go and say I'm transgender and the parent has to be okay with it. The parent can't even question it. This is weird behavior. Do you know that I'm a parent? I have an eight-year-old kid. If this, if this thing happened to my child and they told me I could not question my child, I would move from this country in two seconds. You can't take the rights away from a fucking parent. That's the reason I'm a parent is to guide my child. So do you see what I'm saying? It's kind of scaring me a little bit. And I feel like there's a bigger agenda out there. It must be. Uh, yeah. So if it's not money, what could it be? You said it right there. If it's not money, when I get off the when I get off this interview with you, I'm going to send you an email with a link to uh, a very important uh, website called Market Watch. Market Watch is a is a is a website for stocks and money. And one of the things they say, I'm going to send you this link. It's going to blow your mind. They tell everybody to invest in transgender surgery. In five years, transgender surgery will be a five billion dollar industry. What? Whoa. <gasps> maybe it's a right. Maybe it's a right about the hormones in the water then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Maybe that is like. But it's. Uh, I don't know. Like for me, always like I had a relationship to transsexuals and, and the people that was in that scene before that they, they were yeah. kind of like it was very important for them to express themselves. Now it seems to be go yeah. more and more mainstream. So that's also why the people yes. in that mainstream scene don't understand the people who that was very early transsexuals like you, for that's example, right. I come from a different time because you come maybe from a more alternative right. way of thinking right. around it. Maybe you're more like a real freak. Yeah. While they are more like, oh, I yeah. don't feel comfortable. What does the society yeah. say is right now? Or maybe I will be taken more serious That's if right. I was a transsexual. So people right. are like searching for this, like being recognized instead of actually want to be recognized for who they are. They're like, they don't know who they are. I, I never, the only reason why people know I'm a trans person is because I'm public. Other than that, I would have, I did not transition for the world to see me as a trans person. I transitioned because I have something called gender dysphoria and gender dysphoria almost killed me. But there's today, they have literally changed the definition of trans to where you do not need gender dysphoria to be trans. I'm like, what? That's the whole basis of being transgender is gender dysphoria. But you said it right there and you're totally right. Are people just taking this trans identity on because they need to be different or they need to feel because of because as far as I can see, it's becoming too big, too fast. And when they say people don't need gender dysphoria, then you've just literally changed the definition of transgender, which makes no sense to me at all. Or it's uh, chemicals in the water. So That's right. because I was uh, <laughs> I was uh, in the Amazon jungle uh, together with Leona. <laughs> we were in Iquitos, uh, yeah, doing some ecological projects ah. there. And Iquitos has an extremely big gay scene. 
uh, and transsexuals. Uh, it's uh -huh. uh, extremely a lot more than what you would expect from a small wow. tribal city in the middle of the Amazon jungle. So we right. were, they, they even have discotheques there. They're very sexual, very, very oh, extreme for being in a place like that. Uh, I was wow. uh, wonderfully surprised by it. I loved it. But then, then we did talking a little bit around. Was like, why, and why is this? And uh, many native people told us that they eat a fruit called berichi. I think it's a yellow fruit from a palm in the Amazon that is supposed to contain a lot of female hormones. And then we were like, hmm. Wow, because what the, a fascinating. Because the women also are <laughs> extremely shaped. The women have like huge, like very shaped tits and big hips and look so extremely female. And then you have this extreme amount of gay and transsexual people and it's super tolerated. So wow. it was such a weird thing to wow. see that maybe it actually is something with the food if people eat something more of this or something in their mind. Yes, yes. Because the I food think dude, so. I mean, I think that can affect yeah, it must. Uh, it looked very much like that there, and uh, wow. people were happy with it. So that uh, actually went in a positive direction there. So, yeah. so it made a much right more on. liberal and open-minded sexual uh, communication yeah. between people. Because that's what you can right see on. in a place where transsexual and gay people are allowed to express themselves and don't fight with each other. You can also see that that uh, opens yeah. up for many other ways of liberty. It's a kind of like a liberty point. That's uh, right. If you're around a lot of open-minded, transsexual That's and gay right. people, you can pretty much be who you want. You don't need to play, uh, play right. the game of the squared society. That's and right. that's why I'm a little bit uh, like right. afraid uh, when I see that it's getting so mainstream. So the mainstream are using it now politically and it's getting right. more and more politics into our genitals, no? Suddenly like sex. I know, it's fucking frustrating it's frustrating for me as a person who just wants to live my life and not you know be trans like it's become a very politicized identity and i hate it i mean even in berlin as a bisexual or heterosexual if you was fucking somebody from the behind it was looked as something that could be mm -hmm. suppressive I met people in Berlin, I met people in Berlin that uh, are so into politics that they can't enjoy sexuality anymore. We had a woman that was like uh, telling us, uh, she was part of Fuck for Forest and she's like, yeah, I have this boyfriend and yeah, one, he don't want for, to fuck for Forest, he don't like you guys. But uh, the other thing is that he can only fuck me from behind when he's drunk because he feels he's uh, abusing me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but what? yeah, and she liked that was her favorite position. So, like, when <laughs> politics makes it impossible for a person psychologically to act out that because it feels like, okay, oh shit, this is too close to raping her or something. But she's like, yeah, but that's not the same. It's this is consent. She wanted. It's that's right. <laughs> it's when po politics goes psychological, and uh, I've seen that also with the uh, women, especially in the in the yeah. in the feminist scene in berlin that has fantasies about getting tied up and spanked a little bit and they have, yeah, I, have I met people have psychological problems with that they're like yeah but yes. i feel i want to be spanked and abused but then i'm a woman i'm supposed to be strong <laughs> and i'm like come on now we have primitive sides and we have intellectual sides <laughs> and we have to find a balance between those two <laughs> you know, you don't deny your nature <laughs> 
<laughs> exactly. It's actually natural. We all have animal instincts. <laughs> it's so funny how people get so weird about being spanked. Who cares? Like, just have fun. <laughs> Ridiculous. Yeah, that's the uh, humans don't think we, we think we're so intellectual that we don't act like yes. animals. But uh, many times, uh, right. especially the connection to sexuality and stuff, the, 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 we see right. that. Yeah. So why did you just change? <laughs> why did you just change direction in your life because of this person you were attracted to? Actually, we're <laughs> we're controlled so much more by our nature than we are controlled by our intellect. I think this is very true, my friend. No, yeah, I think you're a hundred percent right about that. Totally, that's the problem with why people push against sex work, why people push against you know anything that's not sort of nat natural in what they think is natural. I mean, it's so weird to me because sex is natural. So why would those people act as if sex isn't natural? It's very, I don't know. There's just a lot, a, a lot of layers there. But I do think a lot comes from um, organized religion. I think religion plays a big part in why we sort of have these, these, you know, ideas that everything we do is bad because God is looking down on us and all this other bullshit that they feed us. But uh, why should be people think uh, that about it's the same like thinking that eating is uh, bad somehow it will create psychological problems. Uh, the sp spirituality or religion yeah, has been part of uh, making a lot of uh, suppressive ideas uh, around this but uh, yeah. religion is also part of our experience it seems to have to be there to, to, to have uh, to make these ideas about what truly is spirituality. Are you, are you a spiritual yeah. person? Do you believe in any God or something or? I'm very spiritual. I don't believe I'm, I'm not religious, meaning that I'm not Christian or Catholic or any of those things. I believe in a higher power. I believe in the universe. I'm more about um, energy. I'm a, I'm a very energy uh, person. And I guess more on the Buddhist side and more about creating energy and that that kind of thing, but not so much about the Christian God or Jesus or, you know, but I do believe that Jesus existed and I do believe Jesus is a good person. And I do believe Jesus was one of us who was very pro sex work, pro, you know, cannabis use, pro all of it. He just wanted to create love in the world. That's all. Yeah, I'm sure if uh, Jesus was alive today, he would fuck for forest for sure. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> <laughs> So, the, but it's like sometimes I'm thinking like religion is analyzing things uh, totally uh, wrongly because even the Bible is saying that love is yeah. somehow the most important. And I'm thinking like uh, then gay people, for example, is a gift to humanity because it tells right. that love is outside procreation. It's not about making That's babies. Right. It's about some much deeper connection. If society would allow these people to adopt much easier, they will also get loving parents that could take care of street children and people that don't have Uh -huh. children so it's a gift from god That's to humanity right. to create less uh, because in a world of overpopulation why should That's people right. be uh, angry at people who don't produce more children That's the, that is church and that is the religion. And that's why I think of it on some way as a cult because in the Muslim religion and a Catholic religion, they want them to make babies and they specifically say so they can overtake the world. They want all of those people to make babies so there can be all these Muslim and all these Catholic. And it's a weird way of thinking. It's this way that they want to dominate. You know, they think they're better than everybody else and they want to dominate the way the world sort of functions on some level, which is really, really weird and also very controlling. That's why I look at churches like cults. It feels very cultish to me. 
it's part of yeah. our experience. Uh, there have been religion was good in a time, and then they got more uh, abusive or suppressive, and they can also change telling us a little bit about uh, what humans are searching for and people I don't think it's the religion mm. that is the problem is the people who abuse that need to get power over people really <laughs> <laughs> for me sexuality is something uh, that is very spiritual and very uh, expressing a lot mm. of existential values uh, what life is all about and yeah. uh, uh, you you actually you're, you got the baby out your vagina me no it's my partner it's her baby so i you know i uh, sort of adopted that child into my life so now i i would never have a baby that just that doesn't feel right for me to do that and also i don't have my reproductive system anymore i got rid of it but i don't think as a man i feel comfortable having a child there are men out there who have babies like me but i don't feel comfortable with yeah it, it feels too feminine to me yeah i looked on the internet and it looked pretty funny yeah. like a beardy man with a big belly I think it looks cool. I think it looks cool. <laughs> it looks cool. It looks freaky. Well, well, I love what's freak so cool about it? It does look freaky. But well, what I think is cool about it is it's pushing the boundaries. It's pushing the the ideas that you know anybody can get pregnant or not. Whether or not anybody, he should be able to do that. And transgender man can have babies, so let them do it. Yeah, exactly. But I got uh, kind of fascinated by your uh, because that you don't hear so much in the transgender uh, scene many times where they talk about uh, identity in contrast to biology. No, so I'm uh, getting getting so confused about what ma male and woman is. So I got down to the point that it's like uh, uh, maybe it's only the if you can push a baby out of your vagina, you're somehow at least biologically a woman still. <laughs> But, but still, it's like, yeah, but I don't know, it's <laughs> right too on. confusing for me back to this that uh, it's like a kind of to talk correct about it or something. You have to be some kind of specialist in in sexuality. You have to have studied it That's for right. like 10 years or something or be That's in right. the scene constantly. Right. And that makes people like uh, that uh, were supposed to fight for opening up things to make them narrow minded instead because they stay too That's much right. with the professors. Is there too much with the people that is talking exactly the same as them and forgetting that there are living families on top of mountaintops without electricity connection and stuff? Have you heard about the mushes of Oaxaca? Did you yes, the mush yes, the mushes. of course. Did you, visit? Yes. Did you visit? No, I didn't get a chance to visit when I was there, but I read a lot about them and I've seen a couple films, on, two films that are on them. They're very fascinating. It's, it's amazing. It's beautiful. Yeah, but the mushes is a system in Oaxaca where uh, the huh. youngest, if the youngest person is a son that get born in the family, they mm -hmm. are uh, entitled to become a woman and take care That's of right. their family, take care of their uh, their parents. And they are wearing uh, dresses and they're allowed yes. to be homosexuals. And yep. But they're also undergoing a lot of suppression and control. It's not like uh, it's so free as you can maybe. Yeah, of and course not. Yeah, of course not. You know, I'm going to say that most of the pushback lately that I get from, you know, what I think and my belief system is from a part of the transgender community. They don't like me. They don't like what I say. I believe in biology. Biology is the reason why I'm a transsexual person. Like they're trying to eliminate and 
you know, biology deniers. And there's just all this weird rhetoric happening within the transgender community that I disagree with. And so, you know, I'd say most of the hate these days that I get are from a very small faction of the transgender community. But I don't get even hated on anymore. Like people just you know, value my voice for some reason. And I think it all comes down to just living life and not letting people sort of push you into one space and really standing your ground. Yeah, and especially now with the social media and stuff, you can yeah. get the idea that the bullies are a big group. But many times it's the yeah. most annoying people that scream loudest. And that's the ones that's that would right. start all kind of shit on the internet and spread shit about you and stuff. And oh all, all the nice people are just, oh God, this is too annoying discussion for me to even <laughs> get into. I will just fucking shut up now. So you, know, <laughs> you have to be like a little so careful of taking internet too serious because then suddenly you feel like, oh shit, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I... Actually, I'm totally stupid. <laughs> But I, also I know, it's so stupid. <laughs> also, like, uh, in this community right now, and to have the possibility to have this war in between each other, is still kind of privileged, because in other parts of the world, there is not even the right to change your sex or to That's right. be who you want to be, because then you get a stone in your head. That's right. Thank you for saying that. I say it all the time to these kids and this young transgender. It's a privilege to actually talk shit to me. The fact that little youngsters, I transitioned 25 years ago. Half of these kids haven't even started their transition yet. And they're saying mean things to me that are so dis... I'm an elder. Do you know that I'm an elder? There's no other community that I know of that treats its elders so crappy. And like that that's just comes from a total privileged space to attack your own is privilege and i appreciate you saying that it is so wrong and so that's how misguided they are the uh, many in the transgender community are being very misguided in what it even means to be trans or why you're trans or what the whole you know there's a bunch of detransitioners now if you don't know what detransitioners are look them up they're kids who made a mistake and decided that they made a mistake transitioning and they go back and that's something that i want to prevent No trans person should ever look back. They should only be looking forward, like they made the best choice of their life. I've never looked back. I've only ever looked forward. So it has, I have concern with the fact that there are people who are detransitioning. That is very scary to me. So, so how old were you when you first thought, uh, oh, I'm actually a woman? No, actually a man. Oh, oh, since I was a kid, since I was a little kid, I never thought of myself in any other way, except for always that I was a boy, always that I was a man. You know, it was horrible for me to live in the woman's body. I hated it. I was drunk all the time. I just, you know, so I can tell you that I never thought of myself as a woman ever, only as a boy. And that was since I was a tiny little kid. And my parents treated me like a boy. So it was never you know, any, any thought process. When I decided to transition, everybody was happy for me, even my parents. Well, so you at least come, come from a very loving family with, yes. that had understanding. That's something yes, many people lucky. are not so lucky with. No, they're not. And that's why I'm there. And that's why I speak out. And that's why I'm there for parents. I'm there for parents. So parents can contact me when their child says that. And I can have a conversation with them because I feel very, I feel very lucky, my friends. I feel lucky to be alive and lucky that I get to be this person in the world. And so I'm giving back because I really got to be who I am today because somebody helped me. And so again, you, you keep paying it forward. That's how you make life better for everybody. And your beard is, it, it's, re <laughs> it's real beard. It's a real beard. The, the hormones, the hormones, the, the hormones yeah. do that to you. This, this and, is they give, and they give you muscles also? 
and muscles. Because when I see you hair, now, and hair on my chest. Yeah, because when I see <laughs> you now, I'm like, okay, I have hair on my chest, but maybe I'm like feeling more like a woman when I see, because you're like a real guy now, like compared to me. And, I, you, and you're actually like uh, you're strong and stuff also, or like yeah. what do you, do you train all the time? Or yeah, I train all the time. I train all the time because because I'm you look super strong. Thank you. It's important to me because if I feel good, you know, I'm 58. I want people to see. I also, you know, there's ageism out there. People don't like old people for some reason. And I want to show the world that being 58 is not a death sentence. I'm still strong. I'm, you know, powerful. All of those things. It's very important. I have a lot of, I have a lot of work and a lot of messages to bring to the world. And so, you know, I really want myself to be fit and focused. So have you made any tranny porn? Yeah, I make tranny porn all the time. <laughs> You're still making porn, you know? Oh yeah, totally, a hundred percent. I have an OnlyFans page, and like every once in a while, I'll do a film. But that's not my focus. My focus is more um, speaking. So my focus more is about traveling the world and speaking, and also creating sex toys. So that's more my 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 thing is about products. I create products now. I yeah. love I love your trampa. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's great, and uh, but I was uh, thinking a little. I, I, I saw you on on Joe Rogan actually, and I got a little bit like uh, confused oh. about him talking about that uh, testosterone is supposed to make uh -huh. you a rapist or a violent person. I was like, uh, is old guy. Uh, the thing he said this made me think that okay, uh, if uh, testosterone is the reason why people rape, then it's the same as saying that men are rapists almost. I'm like, that's yeah, right. But that's a little bit weird. I didn't know that uh, testosterone make you more aggressive. Or I thought that was the human ego. Because that's I can see, exactly because I can right. see that women with power, especially like that's I see women police officers, when they are backed up and know they will not get beaten up and they know they have the backup, they many times turn out to be much more evil, much more controlling. Right. It has nothing to do, okay, so testosterone no. make you kind and estrogen, may, no, testosterone <laughs> makes you evil and estrogen <laughs> makes you kind. It's kind of a little bit simple for me to think like that. <laughs> you Because you said something in that show that when you started to take uh testosterone that you actually felt calmer that's right and i still do and like when i don't when i miss my you know i have to shoot testosterone every week because i don't have testicles so i have to every week i have to inject testosterone so that being said i can feel it when my testosterone levels are going down i feel like like tired i don't feel focused when i put testosterone in my body i feel like alive i feel focused i feel happy i don't feel aggressive i felt aggressive before i started taking hormones so all of what you just said is a total myth it's total bullshit. you're exactly right the reason why men rape women is a power struggle it's a power trip it's a hate thing it has nothing to do with testosterone or sex it has everything to do with hate and power yeah exactly and that's why people mm -hmm. that have a very low self-esteem or something maybe uh, learn themselves like uh, so with the wrong intention martial art or get themselves super strong mm -hmm. or get a gun mm -hmm. and then suddenly feel uh, Okay, I, I'm a big fucking asshole now, and nobody, people should be right. afraid of me. It boosts your That's ego right. if you don't uh, educate ah. yourself with your uh, that uh, that power comes with the responsibility. That's right. Uh, th then that will be the same for a man and a woman, I think. And to analyze that out from gender or the, from the chemicals we have in our body and That's say that right. like male chemistry is violent or rapist uh, oriented. This kind it's of stupid. And I'm changing. You know, I. Don't I don't want people to think that about men. It's not true. 
No, I, I, I hope yeah. not. I hope not. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because then you can say, okay, no, I raped her because I, I had so much testosterone. Sorry, okay. <laughs> uh, sorry, I couldn't help myself. My testosterone okay, level was so high. <laughs> so I, I'm just such an asshole. <laughs> 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 I can always blame my, uh, blame that. <laughs> I have a question. Uh, on your website, you're having different sex toys or helping devices. There's one that is called Buck Off. What exactly is that? So, thank you for asking. So, the Buck Off is the world's first transgender male stroker. And what I mean by that is it, it's a product like, like it fits in your hand. And then, you know, when trans men take testosterone, our clitorises grow very big. So, our clitorises look like this big. So, the product fits over top of the clitoris. And then I created a little penis head on it. And then what you do is you go like this. So then you're stroking just like a biological man and it gives you an orgasm that way. So you're just like, you know, stroking off. So I created that because transgender men were not masturbating because they didn't like their vaginas. So it was a way for me to help them sort of masturbate without touching their genitals, which it totally became one of the fastest selling sex toys in the market. And yeah, it just blew up everywhere because it was the first of its kind. Well, it's kind of genius though. Thank you. Wow, <laughs> you right on. You designed this? Yeah, I designed it and everything. Yeah, totally. I've designed it. I designed it more than five years ago and nobody would make it for me. Not one single sex toy company would make it. They said there's no market for it. It's just stupid. And then finally, a, 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 a company said I could do it with them. And that's that just is everything. So it's been amazing. I get to create all kinds of products now because I created the, the line of products. So I have a whole bunch of new stuff coming out in January. Yeah, I also read the tea wash. Tea wash. Yep, tea wash. I created that. I created tea wash, tea lube, tea oil, uh, and tea stem. And what that is, it's a line of uh, transgender um, wellness products. And the, the tea wash is for your vagina. And it's specifically made for trans men or any vagina because you're not supposed to use soap. And, you know, that, that can irritate it. And there's a lot of chemicals in there. So what it does is it helps, you know, trans men understand that, you know, you, you really need to take care of yourself, even though you might not like it, you got to take care of it. So it's another way for me to create conversation around vaginal health. So how is your relationship to your pussy, your vagina right now? Are you kidding me? We're, we're like best friends. <laughs> <laughs> really? Because, Seriously. <laughs> because, you, because you used to have a, a, another type of relationship to it before? or you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I hated it. When I was a woman, I hated it. I never touched it. When I had sex, I was always drunk or, or high or something. I hated it. It wasn't until I became a man that I embraced it. And I, I just embrace it. And it's like literally something that it's because of that, that my life is so great because I embraced the thing that I could not change. And I could not change my vagina. There was no surgery. There was nothing. I had to learn to live with it. So really embracing the thing that you hate the most is so powerful and so amazing. Like, that's the reason I'm here. It's not because I look like this. It's because of this, that the world wants to talk to me. So really, on some level, the thing I hated, I turned into sort of like a way that I can create dialogue around the world. And it's been amazing for me. Wow. As a, that sounds uh, like it's uh, amazing. Yeah, because many many transsexual people do have a problem with their genitals. Yes. Um, yeah. Yes. Uh, 
Yes, that's why I create the products to help them move forward. Look, you know, the surgery isn't that good. It's not a good surgery, the penis surgery. So I really want people to understand that they can live a, a very functioning life with their vagina. It's not the end of the world. And so that's why I create those products to help these guys move forward. If all they're thinking about is that, they're never going to be successful. They're always going to be victims. They're always going to just be hating life. But once you learn to connect to that, the whole world becomes yours. Yeah. So uh, you, you, you wanted at first to change, to, to, yes. get, to get the cock? Yes, always. I mean, before now, I always did, but it wasn't accessible. There was none there. And the only surgeries I saw were non-functioning penises. And I'm like, what does that, a non-functioning penis? It won't get an erection. You can't pee out of it. You can't have an orgasm. And that was it. I was like, I'm not doing this. So really, on some level, I didn't even have a choice. There was no choice. But you, you, were, you were a photo model also mm -hmm. as a woman. No. Yes. Yes, Before, I was as, as a fashion model. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. you were a beautiful woman, and uh, <laughs> how is it? How uh, how was it to like feel how you get treated like as a woman, being a beautiful woman it. in the scene, and being a beautiful man in the scene? So of course, like I love being a man. So there's no question, and my life is amazing. When I was a woman, I hated it. Everyone would call me pretty, and you're so beautiful. And I was a fashion model, and that's I. All I did was drink alcohol, snort tons of cocaine, and like I was out of my mind as a model, like totally out of my mind. I could not handle it. I hated it. I hated it so much. Ugh. Also, this uh, this interesting that's also taken from one interview as well with uh, Joe Rogan, where you are discussing uh, martial art and fighting sports. Oh, that is a kind of uh, difficult uh, subject when it comes to yep. that, uh, so especially uh, yep. men that change to women want to uh, right. be part of uh, of fighting sports. That's right. Uh, and uh, you say you said there that you, you feel they have the right to do it. I feel they have the right to do it also. But then do you make things more? F that's why I wondered about your strength. I'm not a very str strong guy. So I will get beaten uh -huh. up by most women, I think. <laughs> I wouldn't be. But if I would be training like you do and then uh, change to, to woman, with, with the hormones I take make me weaker or will I no. keep my male strength? Yes. So. It's a very complicated conversation. Of course, transgender athletes should be able to be in athletics. But what about the other side? And that's mostly women, not men, but women. Women are not as strong as men. So let's do that. Now, there's a transgender woman who used to be a man, who was raised as a man, who had testosterone in her body, who her body grew very big, and then she chose to decide to have a sex change to become a woman. None of that leaves all of her bone structure, all of her everything, her fists, everything, it's still the same size as a biological man. I don't care how much estrogen you take, you still have the strength of a man and your bones, your everything is bigger than a biological woman. So yeah, they, they already made, they've already said that. Transgender women who have transitioned later in life have much more advantage than a biological woman. It's not a fair level playing field. So that's not sportsmanship. We have to make it a level playing field. So how do we get transgender women into women's sports? Well, we have to do it very slowly and we have to start with one sport and then we have to figure it out and how to make it level because women athletes are not happy with it. And if you see all the transgender women athletes that are coming in are dominating the sport. 
They're literally dominating the sport. They're changing. <laughs> they're getting world records. They're changing all the world records. It's, it's like doping. I mean, it's like doping. That's exactly what I said, 100% right. And I'm like, this isn't fair. That's not a level playing field, and that's not sportsmanship. And it's not transphobic to say that. It's actually talking about reality. And the reality of it is transgender women have an advantage over biological women, period. There's not even, why are we even having that discussion? It's so stupid. But we need to figure out how to make it work because we need to move forward in the world. So I'm not sure how to make it work, but we need to start figuring it out. Well, my concern is that uh, if it will be a lot of transgender uh, changing from from uh, man to woman mm -hmm. and uh, mm -hmm. attending uh, boxing, for example, mm -hmm. that it right. will not be like a predator place for people that like to see girls getting beaten up <laughs> and they can't do it themselves. So they become like big groups of macho people. I was like, want just to see women get beaten the shit out of. And they will sit there like, yeah, it's a guy doing it. I know. I know. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. You're exactly right. That's exactly what's going to happen. And it's already happening. It's already happening. In, in rugby, in rugby, they're letting fucking trans women play in rugby. These women are getting slaughtered. It's also dangerous. What about <laughs> UFC? It's dangerous for a transgender woman to fight against a biological woman in the ring. Her hand is longer. I mean, there's so many just different levels of stuff there. It's stupid. I just hate that that transgender people are acting like this is transphobic. It's not transphobic. It's having a conversation in order to make the world move forward with all of us. But now when you say, I don't think transgender women should compete against women, you're immediately transphobic. That is bullshit behavior. Yeah, people wow. are not allowed. I just saw that, uh, for example, wow. you can't say so much because again, back to this, that you have to really study the subject to be That's able right. to know because it changed every week. Also, suddenly right. you say what was That's uh, right. was super popular <laughs> one week ago, and then you're transphobic saying it this week. That's and right. The, That's right. The author of uh, the Harry Potter books had said something like uh, kind oh. of simple about that. Uh, she thought transgender people took uh, focus away from women liberation. Something that she can say if she wants to. You can discuss it. She can say it if she wants to. She's a woman. She's entitled. And the fact that people say the stuff they say about her is disgusting. She's not transphobic. She has opinions and she has a feeling as a woman why is she not entitled to say that and why are trans people entitled to say i'm a victim help me but when a woman does it it's like this fucked up thing i'm so sick and tired of the bullies in the trans community there's bullies there and jk rowling is not transphobic she's just a woman who has a concern about female space it's really simple And it's so, and it goes to show you why this transgender community is fucked up. And that's a witch hunt. That is a witch hunt. It's wrong. I do not stand for that kind of nonsense. It's it's actually hurting us. It's it's hurting our community so much. Yeah, and it's, uh, it's upsetting. It's a little bit upsetting also when she's a child writer and she don't really write about the subject. This is not her subject. She writes uh, child books, and then suddenly her publishing company is putting pressure on her uh, with all the employees going, going together saying if you don't throw her right. throw her off the, the 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 and say like she can't be part of this company anymore we will quit our job so it's like yeah but she's a child writer she's not writing about transsexuality she's not studying this <laughs> 
It's sick. It's sick, dude. It's so sick. It, that's why I'm telling you there's something going on in this transgender community that makes me worried. I feel like there's an agenda and it feels very cultish and it feels like if you don't get on board with trans people, we're going to mow you over and make you lose your job. Like what? Who does that? Yeah, it's all, it's not happening. Sick. It's like all connected to a little bit of the same because I used to be, a, I would say I was more in the left scene yeah, uh, as an anarchist punk, but I don't uh, recognize the, the this uh, anarchist punk scene anymore. I don't recognize well, how they yeah. use anarchy. I don't recognize yeah. their fight for liberty. Uh, I feel it's become more and more to the side where I hated before that people tell me what to do or what to say or That's what to right. watch or what to read. That's right. I'm trying to remove uh, information they don't like from me. That's, That's the same as censorship, no? That's right. Uh, it uh, right. really annoys me and it makes people actually that is uh, more thinking people and yeah. philosophical people want to provocate just to do it, just to provocate right. for fun. That's right. So it's a little bit sad development right. of, a, of a scene that uh, used to fight for freedom. And it's like, okay, if you don't believe in our freedom, we will yeah. censure you and your asshole. Yeah. Right. That's not true anarchism. What they're doing. Oh, we lost you. We lost your sound again. Yes. Oh, there. there you're back. Yes. You're back. Yeah, you said you say uh, you you are making uh, you you having a shop for uh, marijuana, no? You, you yeah, 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 yeah. Not a shop. So I have my own cannabis company. It's called Pride Wellness. It's especially especially yeah, for for transgender and gay people. Uh, it does it LGBT. Do, so yeah. your 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 weed make people transgender or gay? <laughs> or? <laughs> It'll make you gay. <laughs> <laughs> so that's funny because my my weed the tagline for my weed is gay weed so if you smoke my joints you're gonna become gay watch out <laughs> <laughs> cool i would like to try that uh, i have no problem yeah. if i was suddenly becoming gay i was like i would would like i i do try to play around with guys i tried many times but i'm i'm getting faster <laughs> attracted to what i think is a female character I would, if I could take a drug uh, to make me more gay, actually, actually try it out, I think, because I see that uh, I would have a lot more choices <laughs> and I would have a lot more fun. Like gay people have more fun, right. I, I think. Right. So, so uh, right. I was hoping that uh, the weed would make me gay <laughs> and it would send me some samples of it. <laughs> I, I would, except it's in Mexico. But can you smoke weed there now? I think it is legalized. It's decriminalized. Decriminalized, uh, yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. We live in a very weed-growing uh, area. I so. know. My friends live there. Oh, wait, I don't even know if he's there anymore. I should connect you to a friend of mine who has a glass studio. He makes piercing jewelry. It's Gorilla Glass. It's in Oaxaca. I'm not sure what where it is, but I'll find out. And if you want me to hook you up with him, he's super cool. And he had a museum there and everything. He's a really cool guy. Thank you so much. Uh, we would have liked Excellent. to talk forever with you. You have know, so much. Yeah. You have so much to educate us about. We are Thank pretty you. since we've been living on the mountaintop now for five years. Uh, five years, a lot have changed in this scene. So we should have a, like an update to not be beaten up uh, when we go back to Berlin in the political scene <laughs> and say one wrong thing. So uh, it's been uh, uh, kind of an enlightening time to have you here. And I would like, uh, can you tell a little bit about your f future plans? or what you're doing now uh, how is it uh, what's your project you're working on right now is it something oh. our listeners should know 
Yeah. So thank you for first off for having me on your show. I totally appreciate you guys a lot. Um, so right now, mostly what I'm working on is my products, my sexual products for transgender men and the cannabis industry. I'm really working hard to really be in there because those two things I think will help the world heal. So cannabis will help the world heal. And so will sex. So those are the two things I feel like I feel the most passionate about bringing to the world. And I think when you make products, that help people connect to their body. I think it's just, I have, a, I, I've been given a gift. I've been given a gift to make products to help people feel happy about themselves. So that's pretty much all I'm doing right now. <laughs> yeah, so you will uh, see if you check down on our uh, podcast uh, website, you will see some links to Buck Angel's Excellent. products and projects. So you can check out Thank a little you. bit more about what he's doing right now. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's been amazing. Thank you so much uh, for coming on our show. We have like so much. Yeah. I'm full of questions now and full of uh, interesting, intriguing ideas. And uh, if we get ourselves to the United we'll States. We'll do another one. Yeah, if we come ourselves, we would like to come to United States uh, yeah, if the, yeah. this Corona crisis uh, yes. stops, and then it would be nice to actually meet you in person and take a, a little bit in-depth uh, ideas about what we've been thinking yes, about. Yes, we'll since. do that for sure. And um, yeah, so thank you uh, so much. We love you so much. It's been so inspiring. It's so nice oh, to have you, you here. You're so sweet. Thank you. What about yes. helping for, for Forest? What about sending us some naked photos Sorry. or a naked? What about sending us some naked photos or a video of you for our website? Yeah, just send me an email. Of course, I will. Of course, I will. Cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. we will. We will, will send you an send email me an about email. that. I'll send you everything. Okay. Thank, thank you, you guys. Thank you so thank much you. for coming. Uh, we love you a lot. Uh, please okay. don't stop your rebel attitude. It's good to have people <laughs> in the scene that says things that is not popular. Also, so, uh, <laughs> right on. So <laughs> please continue with that. Uh, it was okay, really great right to talk on. to you. Thank you. Thank you. Love you guys. I'll talk to you later. Yeah, and have Bye. a great birthday. Oh, thank you. Bye. <laughs> God, I think I have like some kind of life dysphoria or planet dysphoria. I don't feel comfortable in my environment, but yeah, I didn't get more, less confused. Well, I did get educated on some things, but am I less confused? Is it all a conspiracy or what is the agenda to make us all change our sex or divide and conquer? That's from the book of Art of War. Divide and conquer seems to be like a tactic to make people that usually should be on the same side to start to fight each other, to drain themselves of energy so some outside power can abuse that energy for their own power structure. I don't know if that's the case either or if it's chemicals in the water or we ate the wrong fruit or we're just getting more open-minded in our society. It can all be different things or a mix of it. I don't know. I would say just blame the aliens. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm pretty confused about everything right now. But uh, okay, so stop shit. Everything is fucking up in this world. Come on. Now. <laughs> See, there's probably like a message, like some evil message. Okay. Okay. Anyway, so. If you are a wife beater and not allowed to take out your anger and frustration on your loved ones anymore, or you just like to see women get beaten up by guys, 
and you do not accept a man changing to a woman as a real woman, you can check out Fallon Fox and her beautiful fights uh, fighting uh, biological women in all its glory. And uh, to all you black metal brothers who are anti-gay and do you people on the Mayhem concert that throw the pig head on my transsexual friend, you are actually more moralistic than the Pope is right now, and that's not real black metal. <laughs> that's kind of ridiculous. I don't know what to say. So, uh, yeah, remember to not take uh, your religion too seriously if it's uh, white or if it's black, uh, you, or you might end up uh, judging your neighbor or throwing a pig head in, a, in the face of a friend of me. So, and if you want to take uh, religion seriously and go into a real... Uh, religious cult, uh, please uh, visit fuckforforest.org and join our little religious ceremony to save nature with pornography. And uh, what, what do you think is the solution to this feeling not right in your body? It would maybe change a lot if we actually could change our brains. <laughs> Yeah, that would be a solution. It's, I don't know. I thought about your question before, and I really don't know what I would feel if I woke up in the wrong kind of body in the morning. I can't, I can't imagine that feeling. So it's very difficult. I think everybody would feel a little bit confused. I think it will be more right to the old style word, uh, sex change, to actually just to try to find a woman that want to be a man and a man that want to be a woman and then change the brain. So if brain surgeons that listen to this now can focus a lot of their fo focus on brain changing, that would also be possible to do like a body donor. If somebody, for example, get brain damaged and you can just put your brain over in another body. I mean, that would solve all problems now then you actually have your soul your mind your head and you get uh, another body but i mean what if you don't like that body then you need to make uh, some uh, kind of uh, beauty surgery <laughs> adjustments <laughs> some adjustments sometimes need to be done also when you get a new car or whatever maybe you don't like the color or maybe you want a bigger uh, bigger wheels or something like that yeah but in theory, yeah, that would be a solution, no? Yeah, so until you all join fuckforforest.org in our religious ceremony to save all nature together in orgasmic harmony, well, continue to have a great sex change birthday. Happy birthday, everyone. And I'm talking about everyone. Have a happy birthday. <laughs>